Hello, and welcome to I Love It, Don't You? The podcast where friends share with friends whether they like it or not. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Kim. And I'm Janelle. And this week, we are discussing Dr. Horrible. Just a little bit of a warning before we get, jump in and get started. We've got some uh, somebody producing some music on one of the sides of us. So if you hear kind of some bass sounds, that's what it is. And if you've heard that for the last couple weeks, that's what it's been. With that, let's get into Dr. Horrible. Dr. Horrible was written by Joss Whedon, Zach Whedon, Jed Whedon, and Marissa Tancheron. Um, it was written and filmed during the writer's strike, and they released it in three parts online. The main characters of Dr. Horrible were Dr. Horrible, who is the villain. It's his origin story, and he's played by Neil Patrick Harris. Penny is the love interest, and she's played by Felicia Day. Captain Hammer, who is the hero, and I put that in quotation marks, and he is played by Nathan Fillion. I had already seen it. Janelle had seen it, but Elizabeth had never seen it. So let's get what Elizabeth thought of it first. Okay, well, I really liked it. From the the first scene, I thought was just so great and um, original. I don't know. It was catchy. They had some catchy songs in there. I love Neil Patrick Harris and uh, Nathan Fillion and Felicia Day. So I was so happy to see all of them together. Okay. Well, well not only that, like, I feel like the beginning scene, just to expand on it, feels really improvised. I don't know that it was. The whole idea behind this is that there's this supervillain named Dr. Horrible and his alter ego, like his real life persona is named Billy. As Dr. Horrible, he records blogs and, or vlogs, actually. So he's just sitting in front of a camera, like, reading fan mail, which is not quite fans, <laughs> and um, is, is usually people just making fun of him. And he unveils, like, his horrible plans and everything on camera. But the whole thing feels, like, really unscripted. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know, the first, like, five, ten minutes is just absolutely brilliant because it's just Neil Patrick Harris doing his thing and, and it's, it's so, so good. funny. <laughs> it's so good. Every time I watch it, I bust out laughing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's interesting because for me, the first time I watched it, it was slow. I was like, what? I've heard great things about this. I'm not so sure about this. Dude. Really? I love the opening now. Mm-hmm. But when I first watched it, it was it was kind of like, ugh. And I have um, another friend who I was like, you need to go watch this. And, like, she started to watch it, and I was like, get through the beginning, get until, like, the songs start. Mm-hmm. And it was just slow for her. And I even on the commentary, they mentioned how it starts off slow, and it's kind of starts off slow purposefully. So it's interesting that, like, you loved it from the get-go. I mean, like, when he's reading his – he had me when he started reading his fan mail. Like, I see <laughs> you're you, – what was – Johnny Snow? Was it Johnny yeah. Snow that wanted him to meet him in the park or yeah. something? <laughs> I was like, that is so funny. <laughs> so funny. He's like, I don't have time for you. And then him talking about his application to get into the evil Evil like, League of Evil. That was about to okay. It's evil the E L E. Maybe because I already love Neil Patrick Harris from uh How I Met Your Mother, but I was like also instantly kind of in love with Doctor Horrible, just like the character. See, okay, and for me, I love I love Neil Patrick Harris, but for mm-hmm. me, like I love Nathan Villian. So when Nathan Fillion first comes on screen, like I, then I was like, oh, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. So you like Neil, I mean, like at that moment or something, would you say you like Nathan or were more? I just thought he was hilarious. Can I mention the musical commentary? Yeah. 
Okay, I really loved Nathan Fillion's song where he talk, sings about being better than Neil. Like, uh, yes. that was one of my favorite songs from the commentary. So, Janelle, <laughs> what did you think about the musical commentary? I don't know. I was kind of bored, honestly. Like, it was funny at parts, but... I really, what I wanted out of a commentary was the actual behind the scenes stuff that you yeah. did. And so I find it funny that it was a twist on that, and I can appreciate that. But it felt like it was scripted, obviously, but how they talked to each other mm-hmm. sounded really scripted. So that kind of took me out of it a little bit. But there were parts that I really, really, really liked about it's actually called commentary, exclamation point, the musical was Zach's rap. <laughs> That's my favorite. Because it's so full of, like, bleeped out profanity. And he's, like, not terrible, but he's not great at rapping either. And it just, I don't know, it was really, really funny to me. And then also Neil's turn. I love Neil's turn. Because at this point in the commentary, everybody has gotten angry at each other. And they've all, like, left the recording room. And it's just Neil left, and he's like, finally, I can do my thing! (laughs) And then he realizes that he's nothing without a script. (laughs) And just, like, devolves into madness. And it's just, it's perfect. It's, It's part of the reason why I really like Neil Patrick Harris in this. I'd never watched him in anything prior to this. I'd never seen How I Met Your Mother... Nothing. Never seen Doogie Howser. I, I was gonna ask. <laughs> he was also I watched the Smurfs. Okay. I was gonna say I watched Doogie when it was on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had no idea what it was or anything. No idea who this guy was, other than his name and knew that he was supposed to be somebody. So one of the things that I've really loved about the entire musical is seeing the depth of his performance because in the beginning, yeah, it might I could see where it could be bland, but. There's also, like, a lot of layers to it. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite quotes that I have written down is when Dr. Horrible is reading his fan mail and it opens up with something really sarcastic. And so he just goes... Hey, genius. Yeah, (laughs) hey, genius. And he goes, oh, sarcasm. How original. And then he has this look on his face. And I realized this last time watching it, I was like, oh, he's realizing that he's being sarcastic. And so, like, everything that he does has layers. If you mm-hmm. watch him, there's a scene where Captain Hammer, like, starts beating the crap out of Dr. Horrible, and it's just a montage of it. You can tell he's, like, really acting it, like, seriously, while Nathan is, like, hamming it up, which is fine. Like, that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. But Neil's looking, like, dizzy. He's, like, falling all over the place and everything. Like, it just, it's perfect. It's He gave, like, 110%, if not 120 mm-hmm. He was everything. so amazing in this. Yeah, like, so, like, when it comes to his song in the end, it just, it's perfect that it's him just unraveling mm-hmm. because it makes everything that he's done just mm-hmm. more perfect. Also, in the musical con- commentary, I also liked uh, Nobody's Asian in the Movies. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorites for sh- uh, yeah. uh, from the musical commentary. But, man, in the musical, like, I love the scene where Neil is robbing uh what is it called what's the name of the thing that he's trying to steal wonderflonium yeah of course the hammer captain hammer um <laughs> not the hammer that would be yeah. bad <laughs> the hammer is his penis <laughs> <laughs> is like ruining his plans and then like the hammer 
push his penny into garbage and they like have their meat cute and like just seeing neil like dr horrible watch that i was like oh my gosh this is so hard it's like I, I thought his crush on penny was so sweet oh and the song where he's like uh i'm gonna stop time i'm gonna freeze time i thought i love that song when he says balls at the end of the song where, yes. where, where they meet, oh my goodness, it cracks me up every single time. Uh-huh. Yeah. And also, like, I love when Nathan Fillion's, like, getting ready to stop the van and, like, it stops right in front of him and he's just, like, knocks on it. Like, all proud of himself. <laughs> like, I did that. Yeah. Sure, I did that. I think my favorite part of that song, that's one of my favorite songs. I honestly can't decide. Mm-hmm. But my favorite part of that song specifically is when Captain Hammer and Felicia Day, Penny, Penny, are like singing to each other and like falling in e- into each other's eyes and everything. And like Neil's in the background, like, did you notice that he threw you in the garbage? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's just like, oh, I love you, I love you. He threw you in garbage. <laughs> and also as, um, like, he's bashing uh, Dr. Horrible's head into the van as he's, like, you know, talking to her and looking at her. And yeah. <laughs> you, just see, you just see Dr. Horrible in the background with his head and the pain. Like, that's another one. Like, he doesn't phone it in when he's getting beat up. Like, it looks like he's getting beat up. <laughs> yeah. I also loved it when... Penny and Captain Hammer went on their date and <laughs> Dr. Horrible is in the back like with the soup and when that happened I turned to Kim and I was like has he been there the whole time <laughs> like that's amazing but he hadn't been there the whole time I know I was gonna see like if you noticed that or not because mm-hmm. that was gonna be one of my questions did you see him lurking in the background and you turned and you were like he's back there I'm like okay <laughs> she caught it well not only that like while he's in the background just chilling out and he's dipping soup. He actually doesn't even dip it into somebody's bowl. He just pours it back into the pot. Yes. Why is that so funny? Why is even that little touch make it so funny? Because he just, know. I mean, he's got those, like, intense. And he's just glaring so bad. See, much. here's the thing. I noticed more this time watching through. I don't think Penny and uh, his and Billy's relationship is quite as cute and innocent as we think it is. He oh. seems kind of stalkerishy. Yeah. Well, like okay. I know he I is. Too. Like maybe he is a little stalkerishy, but in a really cute and adorable, endearing way. Oh but, yeah, that <laughs> makes it okay. It's, it, this is my first time watching it, so maybe if I watch it the second time, I was going to say. See it. But you guys talk about it. Like, what did you guys see? And what kind of brought that to the forefront for me was there's a picture that uh, he looks at uh, that I noticed, like, I think for I the first time. Like, I, I think I've noticed the picture before, but, like, I noticed for the first time it looks like it's a picture taken as he's creeping through bushes. Yes, uh-huh. it's actually a stalker picture, yeah. And then, and then he is stalking her on her date. Yeah, so I noticed that this time, too. What else were you going to say about that, Janelle? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, ironically, I can excuse the date stalking a little more. Because he doesn't trust Captain Hammer whatsoever. So I understand him being like, okay, I want to keep an eye on them. This is a man who has abused this guy for like at least a year. Because when they have the beat up montage, it changes season. Yeah. I mean, that's his nemesis. You know? Yes. Not Johnny Snow. You're not my nemesis, Johnny Snow. My nemesis is Captain Hammer. Corporate tool. Yeah. I just got the weight. Corporate tool, and then he's also called Captain Hammer. Is that a play on that? Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Okay. It's adorable and funny. So you were saying you kind of wanted to see the commentary earlier. Like, the commentary is actually really good, too. So you should check that out. 
because uh, there is an actual commentary on there. I love commentary the musical. I never really watched it with it because you really don't need it. Like it, it has really nothing to do with what's going on, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, so I would always watch it at work, and it would entertain me and crack me up. Like listen to it at work. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would listen to it and not watch it. And I would annoy one of my coworkers, one of my friends that was my coworker, just send her random lyrics from it. I know I should have known better. I'm going to talk about the ending now. Huge spoiler. I know I should have known better because I've watched a lot of Josh Whedon stuff. And, like, he never gives you a happy ending with your ships. But when Penny dies, I was in denial. She's, like, has the stuff out of her, coming out of her chest. She's bleeding. And she is in the process of dying. I was like, okay, they're going to find a way to fix this. They're going to get that stuff out. They're going to, like, bring her back to life. Like, they're going to be happy. No. <laughs> that is not what happens. And I was like, no. No. I just thought that Dr. Horrible was so cute around Penny. They ate Froyo together. Right. And like Well, and I was I was thinking about this kind of for the first time. Had she lived, what would have become of Dr. Horrible yeah. then? Because, you know, like had their relationship gone in a different way, like I think as he saw that she didn't want him to be this horrible person. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, he's breaking the law in some way, stealing some stuff, but he's really not a horrible person. Like, And you see that over and over again like in the very beginning when Johnny Snow wants to meet in the park and he's like, no, there's innocent kids there. Yeah. You see it when the thoroughbred of sin... Bad, bad horse. horse. Bad horse. Bad horse, he's bad. You see it when... <laughs> Bad Horse tells him that he has to kill somebody and, like, he's not really keen on that idea. He's like, that's not my style. Right. I'm more creative. The turn comes when he starts to be able to even think that he can kill somebody is when he sees that he's losing Penny completely because he's losing her to Captain Hammer. And then when once Penny gets killed, he just completely transforms and he's okay with being evil. So I just thought that was interesting. It's like Penny was his last chance to not be evil. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting that you say that. So one of the common interpretations, I have the last line of it, is um, when Dr. Horrible has changed and now he's in the red suit and he's walking into the Evil League of Evil, he's he's a member now and everything, Um, and the very last couple lines of the musical are, now the nightmare's real, now Dr. Horrible is here to make you quake with fear. There's like a nice pause there. Mm -hmm. He's here. Okay. Um, to make the whole world kneel, and I won't feel, and then there's a pause, and it switches to Billy, so, like, plainclothes Dr. Horrible, sitting for the first time behind a camera uh. in the in the vlog space, mm-hmm. and he says, I won't feel a thing. So, I know that's a long-winded way of saying it, but how people have interpreted it is that all along Dr. Horrible was the like submissive personality like billy was the dominant one so once penny dies and he is brought into the evil league of evil mm-hmm. billy ceases being this the dominant personality now billy's stuck behind the camera okay that's the okay. only time he comes out mm-hmm. it's so it's so sad <laughs> that is sad <laughs> it's so sad but well, do you agree with that interpretation? I think it's really interesting. Like it? I like the interpretation. It's, it's interesting, yeah. What do you have? I feel like you have another take on it. I want to hear it. Well, I don't necessarily. I was doing some digging around today because I knew that there were different theories, and I saw one that I'm like, ooh, <laughs> this could be cool. Okay, take a deep breath in. Let it out. Okay, Penny's evil. 
What? Penny's evil, and she's working for Bad Horse. She's been a double agent the whole time, and she has been sent there because Dr. Horrible is not an evil person. He has a quote in there where, like, like mm-hmm. as, we've, as we've already discussed, he doesn't want to kill people. Mm-hmm. He's worried about hurting kids. He has a quote that says, the world is a mess, and I just need to rule it. Yeah. Can I? No, that's my favorite. I don't want to interrupt your, your rhythm, but... The, and he also says when him and Petty are talking about the homeless problem, he's like, well, it's actually a problem with, like, the whole system. Like, you're just treating a symptom. And I think that it's it, – I think it's an interesting way of looking at it. It's not really that he's wrong, but he has a, a more evil way of going about it. Well, I he's don't know. seen – it's not even that he's been evil. He's just seen that the quote-unquote good way, the societal standard of good, mm-hmm. has not gotten the job done. In fact, it's just led to corruption and tools like Captain Hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, that was not meant to be a pun. I was going to say something else. <laughs> People like Captain Hammer being the quote-unquote good guys when he's just a jerk and he's incredibly manipulative. We see that he is not a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like He's only with Penny Mm-hmm. Just to have sex with her and to make uh, Dr. Horrible angry. Because I get what you have, is one of his quotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or get what you want, sorry. Um, so the theory is, getting back to the theory, yeah. the theory is that Bad Horse was like, okay, I see his... I see Dr. Horrible's potential because he has these, like, time-stopping devices and freeze rays and all this kind of stuff. Like, he's smart. He gets things done. I mean, he needs, like, to tweak these things, yeah, but he needs to be evil. He's not actually evil. He wants good things. He just doesn't know the right way to do it. So Bad Horse wants Dr. Horrible to finally come over to the evil side, so he sends in Penny to befriend the lonely, lonely, lonely girl like repellent <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Horrible sends a girl into him to befriend him and then fall in love with his nemesis. And that explains why when Penny's dying, her last breath is just to say Captain Hammer will save us. It's oh. another it's one last thing to try and get Dr. Horrible to come over to the evil side. Gotcha. Now there's dispute of whether or not Bad Horse and Penny, they intended for her to die or not, but whatever. The idea is that that was her mission, like, mm-hmm. and they have, like, a whole bunch of quote-unquote proofs throughout the musical and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily buy into it, no, I don't but buy I think it's it. an interesting <laughs> idea. Like, yeah. it puts a whole spin on everything. Like, one person even said, I bet you that she was the head of the evil League of Evil above uh, that would horse. blow my mind. <laughs> it's interesting. I reject it, but it is interesting. Oh, yeah, I reject <laughs> it, too. I just find it, like, really kind of ingenious. Yeah. Now, we should say the creators have all said, no, 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 Penny is actually dead. There have been a lot of people that have been like, well, maybe she's not dead. Maybe he brings like her me. back. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. And then the people that were in the, in the oh, theory boards weird. saying, mm-hmm. like, you know, I bet she faked her death. It's like, no, it's been confirmed by the creators that she's gone. Really dead. But what what do you guys think about it? Why do you disagree? What do you like? What do you dislike? I disagree with the whole Penny is evil theory. Yeah. Well, she seems so nice. Well, and know? just oh, because that's and never sincere. Been wrong. I feel I've I just like never got a hint that she was evil. I don't know. And I don't want her to be evil. Agreed. I think it's an inter- it is an interesting theory, but I don't think that was what the creators intended. So that's not how I'm going to view it. 
That's fine. Mm -hmm. I will say there were some interesting proofs, though. Yeah. How is it that out of the three people that pay attention to Dr. Horrible slash Billy, like one is Moist, he knows Dr. Horrible's both of his identities. The other is Penny, who is like deeply involved in his life. And then there's uh, Captain Hammer, who's quote unquote the dumb one. But But he he immediately recognizes him. How does Penny not? And she's out in the world. She knows like what's going on and everything. And she's seen him face to face as bad guy. She really hasn't seen him face to face as bad guy until the end because even when like the van and stuff she saw him before as Billy on the street. He was still Billy like he was doing his thing but he hadn't donned his Dr. Horrible get up get up yet. (laughs) Then when she got pushed in the trash she was taken with uh, Captain Hammer and Billy's in the background but she or Dr. Horrible's in the background but she's not really paying attention to him at all. True. So Mm. Mm-hmm. Then the only other time she saw him as Dr. Horrible was then once things went wrong with a death ray and she mm-hmm. was dying. She's seen him a lot in the laundromat, but they really haven't talked, haven't developed any sort of relationship until he's going after the Wonderflonium. So I kind of don't think she ha- does know him all that well, for one thing. And she really hasn't seen Dr. Horrible a whole, whole lot. So I can totally get that she wouldn't know it was him and I can get that Captain Hammer ha- does have more experience and just kind of knew the whole time like I feel like Captain Hammer already knew Billy was his alter ego I like the original theory that you put forth uh, also kind of better than oh, I do too yeah but it's it's really interesting to think about and next time I watch this I will definitely be thinking about that theory well it's like the only time that you actually see Dr. Horrible is when he's behind the camera or he's on a heist or trying to kill Captain Hammer. But everywhere else you see Billy. Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know, I I can't remember if the creators have actually confirmed that one or if it's just like kind of the most quote unquote obvious Mm -hmm. interpretation but I like it. I mean I definitely like that one the best but I found the Penny is Evil really interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. What do you guys think of Moist? I love Moist. <laughs> I do too. I could I could take or leave Moist. I'm not oh, a big. Yeah. No, moist. I loved Moist, and he was like when he's trying to open open the pickle jar. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Well, there's another part though. He's in the background in the last song. It shows a quick clip of Doctor Horrible just like robbing a bank and everybody just basically giving him the money because they're all scared of him now and moist is in the background dropping all of these bags of money (laughs) that was that was so great he can't hold on to him Mm -hmm. it's so sad (laughs) oh i love the line about bait and switch Mm -hmm. also i do love that line Mm -hmm. a lot yeah i have a list of all of the the villains if we want to list them off do we or do you or do you have something to say about bait and switch um well i was just gonna go into like Part of the brilliance, I think, of Dr. Horrible is just all of, like, kind of the great lines, like the different little one-liners, like the Mm -hmm. bait-and-switch, and and then a lot of Billy's, uh, or not Billy's, a lot of Dr. Horrible's lines in the beginning, like, just there's, like, so many lines that I'm like, oh, that's my favorite, oh, that's the greatest, oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) Like, I pretty much say that throughout the entire thing. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, go ahead with the the evil people, which was actually, like, Joss Whedon and their like friends like they sent out I think like an email or something and were like hey you know create an evil character and come blah 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 uh-huh. blah it was like basically have an evil dinner party that's yeah. what we're gonna do 
<laughs> and some of these, like, actually the majority of these aren't actually mentioned on screen. You had to, like, go online and find them out and, like, on IMDb and things like that. But um, the ones that are mentioned are Conflict Diamond, Johnny Snow, Bait and Switch, of course, Moist, the Pink Pummeler, he's seen. That's what who that was. Yeah, he's called the Pink Pummeler. And then there's Hourglass, who knows about a kid in, like, Idaho that's going to be president or something. <laughs> and then the actual members of the Evil League of Evil. Okay. It cracks me up. The Bad Horse is actually a horse. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, that His is terrible, <laughs> evil Winnie. <laughs> like, there's no reason why you shouldn't think it's a horse. But every everybody that I've talked to, they th- don't think it's actually a horse. Yeah. Until they show them, and I, I, I thought the same way. Like mm-hmm. I, I had no clue. I can't remember what my thinking was on that. Actually, I, I was remember. just like, it's surely gonna be like somebody dressed up as a horse or something. A tattoo of a horse. I don't yeah. Know. Or or like he's a cowboy or like some dude with like a riding crop or something. No no no. It's it's a full-blown horse standing at a table there's also dead bowie which is really sad now yeah. dead, dead david bowie i'm just now placing that actually like because when they went around the table i was like who who are they supposed to be but now dead david bowie Got dead it. dead bowie fake thomas jefferson mm-hmm. fury Lyca, which i never understood until i dug even further than i ever have before and it's supposed to be um she's like a bride who was rejected or something and so her name is from the quote, hell hath no fury, like oh. a woman scorned. So fury like a... I love it. <laughs> then there's Professor Normal, who's the dude with, like, hydraulics on his jaw for some reason. Snakebite and tie-dye, who's just a woman decked out in tie-dye. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> That's really funny. Which, yeah, and it was the Evil League of Evil that they were, like, <laughs> sent out the email or, or message to their friends that was just like, come on this day, dressed up as a villain. <laughs> And this was what their friends created. So funny. That is such a cool scene, too. Like, how they shot it when he's walking into the Evil League of Evil. How the camera just kind of, like, glides through everything. Yeah. And you see, for the second time, that the, the uh, groupies are now Evil League of Evil slash Dr. Horrible groupies. Right. Okay, I love that <laughs> so much. My heart just, like, just broke when he turned into Dr. Horrible. And he put on his red coat red outfit and everything i was like no that was why i i think the that last line has like a double meaning for sure because it's now dr horrible is here to make you quake in fear but there's a pause and it's like so this is the real dr horrible yeah and he's like super evil because he's in red now that means you're super evil (laughs) so who's your uh your guys's favorite characters I don't know if I have a favorite character, honestly, because I like I love all three of the main characters. Yeah. Because I really do love Captain Hammer, but it's because it's Nathan Fillion, and I know that. Like, mm-hmm. but he just does that so well, like, and he cracks me up so much in it. But then I love Doctor Horrible too, mm-hmm. and Penny's adorable. See, so this is what goes on in my mind. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick, I probably would Captain Hammer just because I love Nathan Fillion. <laughs> well, describe how he acts in this because it cracks me up. He is very egotistical, very like loves himself, which actually like Joss Whedon talks about. This is how Nathan will act sometimes. Like he will do like this fake egotistical like loves himself personality sometimes like when when like he'll come over like there's some 
award or something he got like that he'll wear like around his neck sometimes and be like <laughs> oh hi blah, blah. so basically Captain Hammer is basically already Nathan's alter ego <laughs> <laughs> which just cracks me up even more so yeah like he just is in love with himself thinks he's the best like looks down upon everybody but everybody loves him anyways and is just very cocky and so mm. I adore it <laughs> I think he's adorable, too. He's kind of, he, I agree, he's basically himself, except egotistical and, like, a little cheesier than normal. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I I believe, like, this is the one, like, and Joss Whedon would just be like, more cheese, more cheese. (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to it, he does, like, a phenomenal job singing in this, Mm -hmm. because you can tell he has a really good voice, but they've asked him to be like as over the top while he's singing as possible Mm -hmm. (laughs) i really did like nathan fillion in this and when he first comes on the scene i was like this is amazing like this is amazing (laughs) but i really loved neil patrick harris in this i think that he's my favorite just like the actor (laughs) and him playing both billy and you know, Dr. Horrible. And then I think I have a little bit of a girl crush on Felicia Day. She's just so brilliant and funny, and I just love her so much. I don't know. Just in general. I was going to say, I did really um, love in the musical, the commentary, like when her song, when she's sitting there, that Joss will kill her if she um, shills for the sh- the the guild. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, wait, I kind of already have been killed. And then go goes into like the guild or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that just cracks me up so much. I love the guild so much. And then she also appears on Supernatural every once in a while. And she just has this like great cult following, I think. She's so creative. Who's your favorite, Janelle? I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't choose between Dr. Horrible and Captain Hammer, so what I'm going to do is say, like, all of the background characters <laughs> because they are so good in this. The groupies mm-hmm. crack me up every time. Like, it's one of my absolute favorite quotes. They're like, uh, she works for the homeless and doesn't eat meat. We have a problem with her. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're so funny. And the fact that they immediately flip-flop from being Captain Hammer fans to Dr. Horrible fans. And that, if you notice, their t-shirts change color every time you see them. They have multiples of the Captain Hammer fan That's t-shirts. That's so amazing. <laughs> That's funny. I also like really like the newscasters. They're so oh, funny. Yeah. They just, I don't know, they got quality background actor, mm-hmm. actors for this. What a good day to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> And it should be said, one of the groupies is actually Marissa, one of the right. writers. I know. I was, when, and um, then when I heard that in the commentary, I was like that. A musical commentary, they talked about that. Right. And then one of the Bad Horse Chorus guys is uh, one or two. I'm not sure. I think it's just one. I think it was it was supposed to be all three Whedons, I think, but mm-hmm. because Joss was directing and then I can't remember which one. I almost feel like Jed wasn't able to be in it, or Zach yeah, wasn't. I, think I can't it, remember I think it which was one Zach. it was. I think it was Zach. That couldn't be in it, or no, that, that was, was in it. it. Yeah, was that, in I was it. thinking it was Zach that was in it too. They are so funny, though. That's one of the more brilliant moments to me is that a, even a letter is read aloud in musical form. Yeah. <laughs> in this by Galloping Cowboys. What is your favorite song from the sing-along blog, Janelle? Do you know? While Elizabeth, I have no idea. I have top ones. 
Yeah, I, I can never just choose one. Yeah, and also I'd have to listen it to it like multiple times to know. Mm-hmm. But I did really like my Freeze Ray and I, whatever song is playing when Penny. I think that's actually one of Captain Hammer's songs when him and Penny have their meet, meet cute. So a man's got to do. Just because of Dr. Horrible just cracks me up on that. And it pulls on all my heartstrings, but also makes me smile at the same time. It just makes me feel so many feels. My favorite song tends to be whichever one is on at the moment. A few of my top favorites. Uh, yeah, I really like A Man's Gotta Do. My Eyes. I love My Eyes, though. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And especially when Dr. Horrible and Penny are like singing at the same time. Like the, the split screen. <sighs> yes. Like That is fantastic to me. I really love Everyone's a Hero because it's... It's so douchey. It's Captain Hammer at his douchiest. Yes, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I also really like So They Say. Mm-hmm. Because it's like a big ensemble one, too. Right. Like it, it brings in a lot of extras in that one, which I think is really cool and clever. And I really like Brand New Day. Like I said, pretty much whatever is mm-hmm. um, on the screen at the time, I'm like, oh, that's my favorite. If I have to choose... A top three. I think it would it would have to be A Man's Gotta Do, My Eyes. Oh, shoot. Top four. <laughs> um, <laughs> Everyone's a Hero and Slipping. I love Slipping. Slipping is so much fun to sing in the car when you're by yourself because it starts off so slow and do-do-do-do-do. So, go ahead. Make a choice. <laughs> like, it, it goes from, like, really, really quiet to, like, bombastic all of a sudden and it's so ominous like it's just really good it is definitely like his turning point right Mm -hmm. before like penny dies like he's already turning oh that grimace oh so much it just hurts to still think about it i'm not over it yet i love and so they say how sad billy and penny are in that there's no happy endings, so they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just because, like, she's waiting at him um, at the laundromat. Oh, and, like, no. With Froyo. With Froyo. This also made me want some Frodo. Froyo. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So, some Frodo? Frodo. <laughs> Mr. Froyo. Frodo. <laughs> but, like, that's just, like, she's just sitting there, like, and realizing that she's supposed to want Captain Hammer because everybody thinks he's so wonderful and whatever, but she knows that she's not really happy with him and her friend who she's connected with, like, something's happened. Like, she doesn't probably know, like, that... Because she doesn't know Captain Hammer was being a corporate tool to him and that Billy's thinking he just completely lost her or whatever. So it's just... I don't know. It's just very, like, subtle and... And quiet, like, both of them kind of in that song, but just how, like, sad they are. And I just love that. Love how sad they are. I love sad, (laughs) depressing people. I don't know. So, Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. because you've heard us talk about it. You've heard about Dr. Horrible for a while. Was it any, like, what were you expecting? Was it anything like you expected? Did you have any expectations? I, I mean, I expected it to be good. I guess I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Like, I don't know how I was still surprised that I liked it so much. And also after the first scene, I was like, how have I gone so long without this in my life? What have I been doing? So it lived up to my expectations. Okay. How did you feel about, like, the fact that it's kind of turning things on its head? Because the evil person is, at the beginning, actually isn't evil, whereas the hero actually Mm. is a big giant douche. I mean... I liked it. Um, I thought it was very clever. Of course, it's kind of becoming a trend 
it reminded Hollywood. me of like Megamind, which I also really liked. But obviously, this came first, you know. Do you have your oh yeah yeah I know what you're talking about. That's okay. the the Will Ferrell movie where he's an alien with a giant blue head. Yep. It's kind of become a trend a lot since then, at least, since this, at least, that we want to root, we as a society want to root for the villains. I don't feel like it's really been done this lighthearted outside of a children's movie like Megamind. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yet it's also not lighthearted at all. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's also <laughs> there, very dark. Really there, there are dark themes, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, because I don't remember knowing a whole lot when I went into it, I just was in my um, Nathan Fillion must-watch-everything-that-he's-ever-been-in um, mm-hmm. phase and knew, like, that a lot of people loved it and whatever. It kind of surprised me because I wasn't really... I didn't really know what to expect, so it mm-hmm. kind of, you know, surprised me in in that it was playing with kind of the stereotype, and I found it really enjoyable, but... I mean, and I, still I don't it. know. Like, I also think that's kind of typical of Josh Whedon to, like, play with those kind of formats and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I but yet s- you weren't expecting Penny to die. I know. Well, <laughs> that's just the kind of you I am. I'm always optimistic. Like, no matter what. There was know. an interview with Nathan Fillion. I believe they brought this up. And he was like, are you kidding me? It, like, Joss kills everybody. How did you not yes. know? <laughs> <laughs> if you liked her, she won't survive. It's true. <laughs> Which, you know, there's been, like, rumors and, like, they've said that they've wanted to do a sequel and whatever. Mm. And, like, everybody's like, but what about Penny? Yeah, that would be my question. What about Penny? There were a lot of theories online. There was Ghost Penny, Zombie Penny, (laughs) Robot Penny, Hologram Penny. I will accept her in any form. Flashback (laughs) Penny. I was going to say, I feel like a prequel could be good. Like, everybody a little bit before. But then I still won't see... Okay, like, I know this isn't the point, and I know this is not what Josh is probably thinking about, but I want to see Penny and Billy together. Yeah, that's not so, going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> I need to look up fan fiction, really, to fill this hole, like, Ooh. in my... Because I would like to, like, I would like Captain Hammer's origin story. That would uh, be cool. Because I actually, I feel really bad for him in the end. Like, when he's sobbing on the therapist's chair. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. About... I mean, I do too, but then I start thinking about it, and it's like, okay, this guy, we're led to assume that, like, he's never felt pain before. Yeah. Can you imagine going through life and having your entire worldview shattered like that? And when you've built yourself around this one thing that you're strong and can't feel pain, like, you've built yourself around your persona, and you're absolutely famous, and then you're humiliated, and you have to live. Like, that's the worst part, is that he had to live after that. If Dr. Horrible had succeeded in actually killing um, uh, Captain Hammer, that would have been a much better ending for Captain Hammer, I feel like. Like, it would have been sad. Yeah. But if your entire personality is wrapped around one thing, you got to take a long time to heal from that. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't seem like the healing type. (laughs) No. But it is his fault. Oh, it's totally his fault. Because, you know, he was the one that pulled the trigger and Dr. Horrible. Which is so weird. Okay, I thought about this. It's been working so perfectly before that point, you know? Like, well, there's the, been theories online that it had been rigged to only work for Dr. Horrible. Oh. Well, or and, that it was damaged. Sorry, continue. Like, with the freeze ray earlier, like, we see his... Okay, yeah. His instruments aren't really living up to his to what he wants them to do. Like, yeah. they're kind of 
messing up or not working exactly how he wants them to. Mm-hmm. Like the freeze ray took too long to start up uh, and, <laughs> and Captain Hammer threw a car at his head. The freeze ray also kind of stopped freezing Captain Hammer, which, I mean, if he didn't need to break out in song and sing all about it and would have just shot him, you know, it would have succeeded. But Yeah. I like but, to think that he wasn't ready. He was stalling, mm, you know? Maybe. <laughs> He, he kind of knew something had just gone wrong with his equipment mm-hmm. um, because the freeze ray just mal- malfunctioned and he there was some sort of noise or whatever. And so th- so he was warning him something's wrong. Don't do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like blinking Got and it. stuff. It was it was malfunctioning. Okay. Is it weird? At this point, this might change in further rewatches, but I kind of just had rather that Captain Hammer had died. <laughs> like for some reason, like I don't. then maybe well. Penny. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> and then maybe Penny and Billy could somehow have <laughs> worked. But I like the ending. I, I mean, I do like the ending I mean, the way it is. But I, I mean, because I understand because it's it's Jaw, so somebody's gonna die, mm-hmm. and you know, and to complete his transformation to evil, like she had to go. I know. I understand that. <laughs> I mean, not. I don't. I mean, part of me feels that way, but I know ultimately this is the better story, mm-hmm. you know. And I'll just read fan fiction to get my Billy and Penny story. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure there is. Final thoughts? Any Anything we haven't discussed? It's great for singing on car rides. Mm-hmm. In, yep. Just over and over and over again. It's great for when you're working and need something <laughs> to entertain you. That's when I used to always listen to it. I would listen to it over and over while I was driving back and forth from undergrad, like to home on the mm-hmm. weekends and doing laundry. That's what Hamilton has been for me this uh, <laughs> this past year. Mm-hmm. I'm still listening to Hamilton. Oh yeah, like, totally, constantly. always. Okay, so rating you you liked it? Yes, I loved it. Okay, and you will be rewatching it and revisiting it. Definitely. Okay, <laughs> probably going and buying it at some point. Yeah, yeah. If I can find a hard copy. Okay, so what are we keeping up with anything? I I rewatched the first couple episodes of Friday Night Lights because I was with my mom, so I was like, "Hey, let's watch this." Mm-hmm. But I haven't watched any more because I got distracted with Pride and Prejudice rewatches. Mm-hmm. Any anybody keeping up with you all are both still listening to Hamilton, but yeah. oh yeah, bes- totally. Besides I haven't that, listened, I haven't watched any more of anything else. I kept on watching. Uh, Breakout Kings a little bit. I haven't been able to make it through the one episode because I picked up Chuck again. I got my timing wrong. The crazy, scary, sad event that happens that becomes like the overarching plot of the second Mm -hmm. season happens in the second season premiere, not the first season finale. So I made like a big deal out of that (laughs) and then was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But it's incentive. To keep watching at least one more episode. So, Janelle, what are we watching uh, this week? Elizabeth and I are going to subject Kim to some more torture in the form of Merlin, the BBC America show. It is available on Netflix is the easiest way to watch it. Um, There's also DVDs, and I'm sure you can get it on Amazon Video Mm -hmm. Rental. So check that out we're gonna watch the first five episodes of it yeah yay (laughs) it's gonna be a blast (laughs) um if you want more i love it don't you content visit our website i love it don't you dot wordpress.com 
Our website has links to all our social media and our email address. I love it, don't you, one at gmail.com. Follow us and let us know what you thought about the episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you.